You're listening to a Church Doctor production. You're listening to the Big Church, Small Church podcast with John Hunter. Conversations and tips for churches to engage in outreach communities to reach new people for God in your neighborhood. Welcome to the Big Church, Small Church podcast. Our aim with this podcast is to help you make disciples that make disciples and to reach new people in your neighborhood. We want to give you uh, top tips and uh, just some things that we're learning along the way to help you um, be actively and, and be able to engage your neighborhood for Jesus. We want you to be effective for the Great Commission um, to reach all people with the love of God and the message of the good news. Well, in today's episode, I want to talk about challenge equals opportunity. And what does that mean? How can we seize opportunities that God has laid before you? Now, we're all asking a ton of questions. If you're in church leadership, you have more questions right now than you can answer. We don't know what tomorrow will look like in the church. We've just come through COVID. Uh, We're kind of reopening things right now, and we don't know what the future will look like yet. Do we reopen church? Will people come back to church? Do we continue to live stream services? What are the measures, uh, the safety measures that we need to put in place? Do we have enough hand sanitizers? What will children's activities look like? Can we even do children's activities? What about communion? You get the drift. It's a really challenging time in the church. And we have so many decisions to make. You, if you've been involved in any kind of decision making in the church, you have been adapting on the fly each and every week. I know I have um, with the local church uh, that I currently help out with right now. It has been uh, each week has not looked the same and it's exhausting. And I bet that you are exhausted, too. If you're making these tough decisions, each one uh, is just, yeah, no week looks the same, it seems like. And we're always waiting for the governor to make decisions. And we, we always want people to be safe because I think that's an important element. We, we want church to be uh, a safe and uh, a healthy place where people can thrive and grow in the love of God, right? And so, um, and I know that a lot of you guys are probably reaching your capacity and must be absolutely exhausted. But I want you to take you just a moment, just to take a breath. Come on, take one with me. (sighs) Ah, Right, just relax for a second. And I want you to, instead of thinking just about adapting, I want you to think about the opportunities that God has laid before you. Take some time to think about what are, or what are some of the things that you could invent during this time. Kerry Newhoff, in a recent article, uh, brought up this idea of adapting versus innovating. Now, adapting is something that you'll continually have to do, right? It's whatever is thrown at us in the world, we're going to have to make sudden shifts in our uh, landscape, in our context um, to be able to uh, survive, right? So like an animal like uh, survives in the wilderness, like it, it adapts to its environment, so it survives. 
And this is in the church. This is management, right? That you have to, uh, you have to adapt to the situations. You have to be able to manage each situation. But adapting is not leadership. Leadership is pressing into what is unknown, right? It's that's kind of what um, in the book "Canoeing the Mountains" what it talks about that that. You know, a management is good, but leadership is pressing into unknown territory. What hasn't even been invented yet? And why am I talking about this? Because I believe that every challenge, there is as, as much opportunity. The challenge actually equals an opportunity. That there is something that you have not created yet in your community, in your church, that you can lean into either to reach new people or to, to, to pioneer something that no other church has even uh, invented yet. And this could be a breakthrough strategy for your church and for even other churches yet. I mean, nobody has all of the ideas and you could have an idea that, that God lays on your heart, that God puts in your imagination that just brings a breakthrough into several different churches. It could be uh, on any number of topics within the church. Often the greatest challenges provide the greatest opportunities and greatest innovations. Instead of focusing on what you can't do in the church, focus on what you can do instead. Right now it's really easy to slip into that mentality, right? We, it's, oh, can we do communion or shouldn't we do communion? And it's we, what, we, what a lot of leaders end up doing is they're, they're cutting parts of their service saying, oh, we can't do that because of COVID. We can't sing or we can't be close to one another or we have to run multiple service or we can only be at, you know, a third or 50% capacity. And we tend to focus on all of the negative, all of the things that we can't do. And we focus on the challenge, the negativity. And I know that we're going to have to focus on some of those things. But instead of focusing on what you can't do, we need to find creative solutions to make sure that we can still do those things. So don't just cut things out. But we need to be smarter than ever and and uh, rely on the gifts of the Holy Spirit that, that God has given us. Um, to find creative opportunities for worship and to reach people in our world today. That there are breakthrough strategies that we haven't even thought of right now. You are a creative individual. My former mentor and pastor, Mick Woodhead, always said this. He said this about every single day. He would drill this phrase into us. He'd say, look what God is doing, not what he is not doing. When we look a lot around our world right now and we see all of the, the chaos, the man, there's a lot that we can focus on and say, oh, I wish God would just do this. I wish God would just do this. Where is God in this situation? Where is he in this suffering? And while we, we don't know the answering to those things, we can't just focus on those things. God is doing something new. God is, is doing something great. God is is doing something amazing in our world right now. And we need to have eyes to see what he is doing, not what he's not doing right now in our each one of our situations. We need to focus on what God is doing, not what he's not is doing. God is always moving, working, and blessing. And while we know that God has not created the challenges in our world, he's not created COVID-19, but he works 
everything for our good. He works in the midst of valley times in terms of challenging times and in difficulties. And he turns um, waste places of of waste into beautiful gardens right he takes dump sites and he makes them into beautiful things and we know that god is a god of redemption and so god is always moving working and blessing and i want to challenge you to just or challenge us all you know including myself to focus on what god is doing not what he's not in doing it's so easy to slip into the wrong mentality right now Craig Grishel said this in a recent podcast. He said, the difference between a good leader and a great leader is one who anticipates rather than reacts. Again, reacting is adapting, but one who anticipates uh, is what Craig Grishel calls anticipatory leadership. It's moving to where uh, what hasn't even happened yet. So let me put this in another way. Wayne Gretzky and Craig Rochelle points this out in his podcast, and I'll put this in the show notes so that you can uh, also listen to Craig Rochelle um, and the other article that I talked about earlier from Carrie Newhoff because they're really good uh, resources as well. But Wayne Gretzky talks about this. He says, uh, you know, why is Wayne Gretzky, why was he the, the greatest hockey player of all time? Well, he said this one time. He said, most players skate to where the puck is. I skate to where the puck is going to be. That is anticipatory leadership. That is moving to what, where, what hasn't even been yet. That is what we call uh, leadership, right? It's pioneering something new that hasn't even been created yet. Using your imagination. That's something that Tracy at Church Doctor is always trying to get our team to do. Um, we, she always talks about how we're not using our imagination enough. We're, we're, we're taught often in the church that, you know, we're just supposed to worship God and, uh, with our memory, but not with our imagination. And we have this, that's actually a Mark Batterson quote in the, in the book, the circle maker, it's a devotional book that he has. He says that God doesn't want you just to worship him with your memory. He wants you to worship him with your imagination as well. And I want to encourage you as well, as Tracy is always encouraging our team, to engage your imagination. Think outside the box. Don't think about what you can't do right now, but think about what you can do. I think the Apostle Peter when he, he stood up at Acts uh, in, the book, in the book of Acts in chapter 2 and on the day of Pentecost and he preached to where over 3,000 people came to the Lord. He said, uh, he quoted the prophet Joel and saying, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Right, that the Holy Spirit, each one of us has the Holy Spirit, that creativeness inside of us. The Holy Spirit is prompting you into something new. Jesus is tugging at your heart. Are you taking time to listen and to pray in your life? We need to have eyes to see what God is doing all the time and ears to hear. One of my favorite Bible passages is John chapter 5, verse 19. It says that Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing. See, Jesus from his radical relationship with the Father 
had intimacy with the Father. And so from spending time with the Father, he could see the vision that the Father had. So if we're wanting to be imaginative, if we're going to have anticipatory leadership, if we're not going to just adapt but innovate something new in the church, then we need to spend time listening to the Father, seeing what the Father has for us to do. In this season of COVID-19, I am always amazed at um, the Alpha Course. Alpha Course is, it's a simple introduc introductory to uh, and a discussion around faith. And they are um, always reaching new people. And in COVID-19, right, their main strategy for Alpha is the small group, right? That they meet in person and they have a discussion about faith and they let people ask questions about faith and people come to know the Lord for the first time. And so what happens when you can't meet in person? Well, they moved all of their alpha courses onto Zoom. And Nikki Gumbel said uh, he never thought, he was very pessimistic, not pessimistic, I shouldn't say that, but he was skeptical that alpha would never work online. He was very skeptical that, that it just wouldn't work over the internet and that a discussion group just wouldn't work, that you have to have the in-person um, experience. Uh, but he gave it a go. He, they put their all of their alpha courses on Zoom, and they even started new ones that, that ones that have never met in person before on Zoom. And what they found is they're having even better success uh, because people are able to people who have small children they don't have to find childcare um, or, or a babysitter. Um, people who uh, uh, wouldn't normally come to Alpha because they're, uh, you know, they're more comfortable in the, their own home, in their own kind of bubble uh, that are coming onto Alpha, and especially people of different faiths. They've had several Muslims uh, who have been uh, getting involved in Alpha and talking about the Christian faith um, just because they, they would never step inside of a church building or come to a group like that, but they're joining on Zoom. And so Nikki Gumbel uh, has been reporting through Alpha uh, that he is just blown away by the success and the innovation that their team has made, that people are, are finding more uh, relaxed in their conversations, and they're actually opening up more about uh, faith and, and asking deeper questions because uh, Zoom provides a different format and uh, you know they're they're innovating all the time and, and thinking about constantly thinking about how can we reach people with the good news of Jesus and I, I just want to commend them on just doing amazing work um, I would be very I was going to be very skeptical about how to do alpha as well but that seems to be working really well for them so um, I encourage you uh, to be um, imaginative to think outside the box um, to have anticipatory leadership. Where is the puck going to be? Don't skate to where the puck is right now. And there are three things that you can do right now, I think, to have to seize what God has put in front of you, to turn every challenge to an opportunity. And they all begin with I, right? The first one is inventory, right? You have to take inventory. Right now as a team, where are you at? Where is the dust kind of settling since COVID-19. Take time to pray and to worship and to seek God as a team. What is he saying right now? 
take time to lean in to God's presence. Take time to observe, reflect, discuss. You can also do uh, what's called a SWOT analysis. So a SWOT analysis looks at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. It's a good way to take inventory of where you're currently at as a team. Also, discuss your team's values, beliefs, and priorities. These are things that you need to stay essential for your church or for your context, right? These are things that you're never going to change. So you need to know what's not going to change before you can get going on what is going to change. And also you need to gain self-awareness, right? You need to ask your team, what are your blind spots? What you think your blind spots are for your team? What's working? What's not working? Um, Gain some self-awareness. Where are you at as a church right now? So again, that's the first I is inventory. The second I is imagine. And this is what could be. Now for you blue sky thinkers, this is your bread and butter right here, right? This is for the the think outside the box people. Then I encourage you get weird on this. What are some of the ideas that you could reach new people or what are some of the creative worship ideas that you could do? I would just put anything down. Um, You know, if you can get together as a team, if you want to do that, I would just get a whiteboard and I'd start mind mapping or or, um, brainstorming and just put every idea on the board. There's no stupid idea. Kind of like, you know, the Forrest Gump, like, you know, just... There's no stupid thing right now. Just kind of blue sky think, right? Every single idea that comes into your mind down. And, and some people who are not create, like as creative or blue sky thinking are going to be like, that'll never work. That'll never work. Don't worry about what will work and what doesn't work right now. Use your imagination because somebody's got an idea in your team that's going to take you to the next level. Somebody's got an idea that's going to be a breakthrough strategy for your church. God has put his Holy Spirit in each one, every one, every one of you guys. And, and uh, you're going to think of a breakthrough strategy. And you're going to have to sift through those ideas. You can't do everything. But really take time to, to really creatively think. You know, find a space where you can uh, think creatively. Whether that might be in nature or or, uh, you know, in a, in a creative space in a, um, well, if you're allowed in a coffee shop right now, it depends on your area, but yeah, find a creative space where you and your team can really work and expand your ideas. So inventory, imagine, and the last thing you need to do is you need to innovate. You need to take all those ideas of what you've just imagined and you need to talk about what will be, okay? You can't do everything. So you need to pick out probably um, your top three ideas and you need to run with those or even maybe just one good idea. So what is going to be the thing that's going to really make the difference? But also in your ministry, you might have to think about what do you stop? What do you need to stop doing? And that comes back from your inventory, right? So what do you need to stop doing and what are you going to start doing? And that is a really good thing because you can't start something. You can't just keep adding ministry and ministry and ministry unless you're going to keep adding and paying for more team, right? What is not working in your church right now? 
you need to look at that and you need to take a hard look at that and you need to decide, is that something that we actually need to stop or stop for a season to concentrate on the new? What is not producing fruit? That's something that I, I, in, in Sheffield that we always talked about, um, we always said, is it producing fruit? And if it's not producing fruit after a while, then you need to chop it down, right? You need to cut it out. Um, look for what God is doing, okay? You know, cut out the old and look for the new wineskin, right? And so what do you need to stop doing? What do you need to stop start doing? And also, you'll need to think about your what will be. Is it contextual to your circumstances? Is it contextual to your neighborhood? Does it fit within your church community? Does it fit with your values, beliefs, and priorities? So those are the three I's. So that is uh, inventory, where are you at? Imagine what could be. And the third step is innovate, what will be. Those are some good learning exercises for you and your team to um, take every challenge and make an opportunity to do anticipatory leadership, as Craig Grishel talks about. It's skating to where the puck is going to be not where it is right now. It's the difference between innovating and just adapting. You'll continue to have to adapt, but what are the creative things, the creative breakthroughs that you could imagine right now? Again, engage your imagination. The Holy Spirit is in every believer. What is the Holy Spirit sparking creatively in you today? Go and innovate something new grace and peace. Thanks for listening to the Big Church, Small Church podcast, a Church Doctor Ministries production. To download the show notes, go to thesendmovement.com. For questions, coaching, or other network opportunities, contact John Hunter at j-o-n-h-u-n-t-e-r at churchdoctor.org. If you've liked this episode, please give a review, subscribe, and share it on your social media platforms.